Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go on a Wednesday. It is great to have you in live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be watching or listening, thanks for making us part of your day. J-Mac, sometimes an abundance of stories. All sorts of abundance today. Yeah, literally walking up to the show, I just saw a video of uh, Trayvon Diggs saying something to Dak Prescott at practice and Dak throwing the football at him. Like, something's happening every single day here with the NFL. I love this. I love this August. Well, we live in a more distracted time than we ever have. Our phones have a lot to do with it. Go to a restaurant, look around. Go to a park, look around. Go anywhere and look around. People are on their phones driving. Look at that car next to you on the freeway. Somebody's on their phone. And because of that, when people are distracted, you have to get their attention. Sports, very popular, but it only works in 2023 when you create urgency. We don't watch college basketball. We do in March. We don't watch soccer. We do at the World Cup. It's what hurts baseball. Shortening the game helps. It helps 7%. Attendance up, ratings up. But there's too many damn games in the season. The regular season doesn't matter. The Nationals won the World Series in 2019. They didn't get over 500 till June 30th. The Braves won the World Series in 2021. They didn't get over 500 until early August. You don't have to watch the games. That's way past the trading deadline for the Braves. But in football, the first game matters. Don't think it does? Listen to this stat. Teams that start 0-1, only 25% make the playoffs. If you start 1-0, and 
over half the league, over 50% make the playoffs. And so go look at week one and how vital, because of the league's popularity, stories explode. Narratives are formed by week two. Three games really jump out to me as crucial in week one. Packers at Chicago, Dallas at the Giants, Bills at the Jets. Let's talk Packers at the Bears. We don't know what Jordan Love is. There's not high pressure. They've dominated this division for most of the last 20 years. The pressure's on Justin Fields. If Chicago at home with veteran playmakers and better overall offensive talent, now I would argue than Green Bay loses. Justin Fields is 5-21 and 21 as a starter. Uh-oh, we got the wrong guy. We don't have a guy. Jordan Love, the expectations are low. Justin Fields, there's this silly, nonsensical MVP talk. Year three is the time that front offices make a decision. Chicago has to win that game. We don't know what Jordan Love is. We don't know what Justin Fields is, but there is hype everywhere. They're at home. They have veteran playmakers like DJ Moore, Cole Komet's getting older, Robert Tanyan, Claypool. Chicago has to win or it gets a little surly by week two. Take Dallas and the New York Giants. Mike McCarthy's taking over play calling. Uh-oh, 7-12-1 last 20 games he calls plays. There's already heat on him. He's the number one coach on the hot seat topic in the NFL. Dak coming off a high interception year. They play the Giants. Giants, we kind of feel like we're a little ahead of schedule last year. It's still a rebuilding roster if you look at their offensive personnel, tight end, wide receiver after Saquon. What are they? What if the Giants upset them? Week two, Dallas in trouble. How about Buffalo at the Jets? This is the one game, not just the Bears or Dallas with Heat, both are. Very rocky offseason. Stephon Diggs, Buffalo. Can Sean McDermott figure out that offensive line and run game eventually? They added a tight end, so they have better personnel. But the division now is as good as it's ever been. And how about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Start looking at that New York Jets schedule if they lost to Buffalo. Then you're at Dallas, New England, Chiefs, Eagles. Uh Uh-oh, really ugly, really fast. Remember, only 25% of the teams, 25% that go 0-1 make the playoffs. Jets, Buffalo lose the opener. Do you know what teams make the playoffs when they're 0-2? The NFL has always had more urgency than baseball. Duh. But the nation has never been more distracted. It's different now. Football had more urgency than baseball in the 70s. We still watch baseball. We weren't as distracted. We're not on our phones. You're driving right now listening on radio in America. Look to your left and right. Somebody's looking at their phones driving. That would have sounded absurd 15, 20 years ago. So week one of the NFL matters, matters a lot. And I think that's the secret sauce to sports and sports success and why the league is pulled away from others. All right, this is interesting. So um, words matter. Sean Payton got in trouble last week. Not in trouble, but a lot of pushback. Because words matter, and he ripped Nathaniel Hackett. He takes another little shot at him yesterday talking about Russell Wilson's growth. But I want you to listen carefully. And remember, Sean Payton and Drew Brees, now he's got Russell Wilson. Here he is talking about Russell Wilson. 
We're really focused on what he's doing within the offense. Um, obviously, he's moving around well. His weight's down. He's in real good shape. He's working really hard. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of nuances still we're working through. Each day, you know, you kind of look at the film and you start again with the corrections. But I've been pleased with his progress. Each day you start again with the corrections? Did he ever say that about Drew Brees? People compare Brees and Russell because they're shorter, smaller than sort of your prototypical quarterback. But they're totally different players. Brees was the great pocket passer, super accurate, get the ball out quickly, always made the right read. Sean Payton viewed him as reliable, predictable, an accurate distributor of his genius, very much Montana to Bill Walsh. Accurate, got it out quickly, made the right read. Perfect for Sean Payton and Bill Walsh. Russell Wilson's different. He's an ad-libber, often prefers the rainbow deep ball, often better out of pocket. He and Drew Brees are not comps. That is not Brees. And I think it's interesting Listen to the quotes by Sean Payton. I do not remember Sean Payton ever saying about Drew Brees, I'm pleased with his progress. You look at film and you start again with the corrections. So when Sean Payton fired off last week, Aaron Rodgers made a point, and maybe he was right, of saying it sounds like he knows it's going to be rough, it's kind of insecure, it's sort of uh, protecting you in case things go awry. Russell Wilson needs to be molded and shaped by Sean Payton. Drew Brees did not. We often lump quarterbacks based on size. This guy's small, that guy's small. Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson is a reasonable comp. But I can make an argument Drew Brees is more Kirk Cousins. Sit in the pocket, don't ad lib, get the play, make the throw, get it out quick. Now, Breeze is better than Cousins, and Russell's much better than Kyler Murray historically. But it is interesting, if you look now, Tim Patrick's gone, K.J. Hamler, the shots at Nathaniel Hackett, is Sean Payton seeing or realizing this is different? We had Sean Payton on the couch about six months ago. He talked about, I asked him, hey, if you went to Denver, what would you do with Russell Wilson? I'd want to cut up of all Russell's uh, past plays of 30 or more yards from the field. And I'd want to see, are there some schemes that he felt very comfortable with? Like, I know that they did a great job in Seattle of bringing him off of a naked boot. Then I'd want to look at uh, another film of his red zone touchdown passes inside the 20. And so what I'm asking for from assistants is I'm, I'm asking for some of his greatest hits and to make sure that we have those song lyrics available. And, and if not, let's put them in. Now he's missing two receivers, K.J. Hamler, Tim Patrick, Torn Achilles. And the comments are, if nothing else, interesting. Watch film, nuances, making corrections. Russell Wilson clearly for what Sean Payton knows and does, has to be molded and shaped. Not there yet. All right, J-Mac. Um, I've, got a, I've got, you know, people think I'm anti-Baker Mayfield. I'm going to be his agent today. 
<laughs> also, you know how everybody was freaking out about nobody likes running backs? Yeah. Oh, what a shock. Are you ready to zig with me when everybody's zagging? Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, many teams interested in Jonathan oh. Taylor this morning. Huh, that's Every, funny. It's funny how if you're great, even in an eroding position or business, you're going to get paid. Suddenly, multiple teams are like, yeah, he's young, he's healthy, he's dynamic, he's productive. We're interested in Jonathan Taylor. You know how many rookie quarterbacks would love to have a running back like that in the backfield? A multi-tool weapon who can catch passes, break off big runs. Boy, healthy. I know Houston has a running back. They sure as heck could use Jonathan Damian Taylor. Damian Pierce, right? Yeah, he's the but, kid they got. They're okay, not... the Falcons have Algier who had 1,000 yards. They went and drafted B. John Robinson. Good point. You know? Point taken. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort, with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, Visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Well, the New York Mets proving they can screw up almost anything, and they almost screwed up Justin Verlander, but at the baseball trade deadline, the Mets sent Verlander back to Houston. He spent forever in Detroit, was dominant, even his rookie year. Then he went to Houston. He was dominant. He went to the Mets. Shocker, they couldn't get it right. Uh, This is a guy that had Tommy John surgery at 37. Most guys pack it in. He won the Cy Young at 39. Uh, He's 6'5", 235, three no-hitters, an MVP, three Cy Youngs. We've got a LeBron story in basketball, a Brady story in football, 
and we've got the Justin Verlander story in baseball. Last year, he led baseball in ERA and led the American League in wins. It's remarkable. He was an ace when he broke in with Detroit, won 17 games as a rookie, won rookie of the year. 17 years later, he is still a power pitcher and overpowering, and everybody in this sport now is chasing the Atlanta Braves. So Houston adds an ace or a 1A. Uh, his numbers right now in baseball, he's got a 3-1 ERA, four pitches, big-time 95-plus fastball, curve is still elite, off-speed stuff. But we talk a lot about LeBron and Brady and whether it's their emotional or genetic makeup, psychological, nutrition, whatever it is, Verlander is that in baseball. In 2018 and 2019, he led baseball in starts. This is a guy that has literally, I mean, we're, we're talking Tommy John surgery, Cy Young's, it doesn't matter. So it's a huge, huge pickup um, for a guy that is just a workhorse. World Series numbers have been okay. Postseason have been good. But he has 47 more wins than anybody else in baseball. And on the trade deadline, that was a, a bunch of, you know, kind of, Average guys, little little seven hitter here, little upgrade defensively here, little pitching upgrade here. Verlander is the major story going back to Houston. It looks like the sport is everybody is looking up to the Atlanta Braves, and Verlander remains an odyssey, a physical odyssey. Tom Verduti joins us next hour, and here's J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Call the Dallas Cowboys, man. Can't stop talking about them. We love these Cowboys. Uh, Jerry Jones is never one to shy away from the spotlight. He was asked about the team's chances at winning the NFC East this season, and he may have gotten some bulletin board material to his rival Eagles. Here's Jerry Jones. I will say that Philadelphia, and if you will give the Giants and Washington team, they need to be on their game because we are. We're going to be on our game. It will be improved over last year. I don't want to dismiss how accomplished Philly is, the year they had last year, and where they're starting this year. I don't want to dismiss that. The Giants definitely have a chance to be better. Washington could be really energized. Just us, we are better. Uh, By the way, uh, 45 minutes from now, at the top of next Mm -hmm. hour, I'm Mm -hmm. going to release my almost sure NFL predictions. I have room to wiggle based on injuries to elite players or elevation of rookies who are really good and impactful. But Dallas, you know what? You start looking around at the NFC. Yeah. Is their roster that much worse than Philly? Now, Philly has better units. But if you're talking top seven or eight players, Dallas is mostly good at the right spot. Star receiver, star edge rusher, competent quarterback, elite offensive lineman. Uh, now they've got good corners. I... I I am a. I always say with Dallas, my take is the same for 25 years. They'll be pretty good. But this is a year in which pretty good can end up in the NFC Championship because it's the weakest the NFC has been. Certainly. Russell Wilson's now gone. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Tom Brady is gone. It is wide open. 100%. Now, is it a little odd that we had two very successful teams last year? One won a playoff game. The other went to the Super Bowl. And both are now having new offensive coordinators. I mean... Yeah, you know, I, I think Schottenheimer in Eagles lose uh, Sirianni. Well, I think uh, we, not Sirianni, the uh, offensive coordinator, uh, Steichen. Shane Steichen. No, I, I think most people I talk to around the league think Philly will be good, but will absolutely pull back. Schedule They're, was favorable. Schedule's much tougher. And then, so what a, happens with Dallas? 
Dallas is better. I I don't know what the Giants will be. They'll be competent because of Brian Dable. But I, I, I do think, um, I think Dallas-Philadelphia will not be a runaway. Last year, Philadelphia was blowing people out. They looked like Alabama seven years ago. They were beating NFL teams by 28 and 30. Philadelphia-Dallas is going to be a real battle. Dallas's biggest question is... Um, left tackle Tyron Smith is near the end. Can't give you, if he gives you 12 games, that to me feel, I don't, I don't love their tight ends, but I I think the offensive line's still a tad in flux. What about just the offensive dynamic? What are they going to be? McCarthy's now running the show. It's not the Kellen Moore show anymore. I know. And McCarthy's history says, I'm going to slow it down and run the football. I think they're going to be a team. The defense is better than the offense. And you can win in Pittsburgh still, a team defense better than the offense. I don't think you're a Super Bowl team doing that. But it's, I mean, Buffalo's mostly been outside of Josh Allen. The defense personnel is better than the offensive personnel. It's offensive league, passing league. Yeah. Look at how the Bills operate. Look at the Chiefs. Uh, We'll see, Uh, Dallas. All right, on to the Jets. Nathaniel Hackett took a lot of heat earlier this week after Sean Payton's comments uh, went viral. Hackett responded to the criticism yesterday. This is kind of cagey. Listen up. As a coach... You know, as a coach's kid, uh, you know, we live in a glass house. We know that. We all live in different rooms. We all got a key for it. And it's one of those things that there's a code, there's a way things are done in that house. And, you know, this past week, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating and it sucks, but uh, we're all susceptible to it. There are things that you do, mistakes you make, and it costs you time on the field, costs you your job, all those things. And I own all that stuff. I mean, it's that fact. I got no excuses. No, I don't know. He, he mentions a code. Well, you know, there's... What, I don't, what is it? Is that like a business code? Like that's well, not a cool thing to slam a competitor? Or well, is it a football code you don't tear other coaches to shreds? Well, because coaches are hired to be fired. So there's sort of a sensibility within the league is don't bang on guys. It's hard enough. We have to deal with crazy owners and uh, GMs under the gun and young quarterbacks, and it's hard to win in this league, so don't throw guys under the bus. I think that's the code. I don't, you know, I'm not a coach, so. I hear code, I think of baseball, like don't flip the bat. When, you know, when you well, that run. is, that, that, and that's, that's by the way, unwritten rule code yeah, of baseball. I, I think generally among coaches, because they make a lot of money, but they get fired very quickly, there's, there's sort of an unwritten rule of code, don't throw guys Ooh. under the bus. Everybody knows who's a hack, and everybody knows who's great. You don't need to go public with it. Well, in the NBA, this this stuff happens. Guys take shots at people all the time. No, not really. Other coaches? I mean, you don't hear Ty Lue calling out coaches or Spo. Everybody's very supportive of everybody. It's Listen, it's, it's pro sports. The employee makes more than the boss. So it's a hard, great job. They always say the NBA is the, the best bad job in America. It's a great job, but it's brutal because the employees are 23 and they make more than you and they have more influence an owner is going to stick with an emerging ascending star not an old coach so i think there's just an understanding don't throw guys under the bus okay. it's not politics where everybody's that's how you grow yeah. is by throwing Step everybody on under other the people bus. and right. you use them as a ladder uh right. final story peyton manning spent some time at packers camp recently he's surely pitching jordan love on season two of quarterbacks but he also has some advice for Love as he takes over for Aaron Rodgers. Here's what Peyton to- or here's what Love had to say about spending time with Peyton Manning. He had a lot of really good gems, just in terms of taking notes, 
um, how you watch film, you know, when you're at home by yourself, are you writing down questions, things that you can, you know, come back, ask your coaches later. Um, how are you asking to be coached? Like, are you a guy that, you know, wants to be coached really hard? Um, are you a guy that kind of just wants to be able to do your own thing? And um, it, it all matters. He, he, he said that when he was a player, that was his biggest thing, was he wanted to be coached really hard. Um, he always wanted to be told what he was doing wrong um, and, and things like that, so. I'm rooting for him. Sounds a lot like me. I want to be coached hard up here. I oh, want you please. riding me if I'm not delivering. Oh. Unfortunately, I'm delivering. But quick, quick <laughs> <laughs> So I think Jordan Love would actually be amazing on the Netflix series. Would he not? That scenario, well, like, they, no, if it you could were, be a spectacular failure. If you were picking next year's guys. No, no, I want it now. Well, it's too late now. They've already got the, they already have the Mahomes, Mariota. No, I mean, for this season, That's you're right. going to be following around. I would say Jordan Love, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. With the Rogers, Jets. come on. They're not doing that and hard knocks. No way. Okay, so Jordan Love's interesting. So oh. he he's your kind of emerging Mariota story. I would say, what's another one? Well, no, he, we don't know if he's emerging. Uh, he could be, for all we know, he could be benched by week seven. How about Matt Stafford? I don't think Stafford's going to do it. That would be my guess. But Jordan, tell, tell me Jordan Love, like, right now you go into the season. You said yesterday five wins. I agree. But you look at that schedule and the defense, and maybe this is an 11-win team in a division. Oh, we God, don't know. no, no, no. I know you gave the guarantee yesterday, and, and we're now in August. They're not winning 11 games. That's not happening. All right, I'm going to tell Wes, there's, social there's, guy, clip that off, because listen, I, Seattle Seahawks last year, okay? Five and a half win, win total? Yeah. I, I made an idiot of myself with the shaved head thing. They made the playoffs. They were above 500 when nobody, including you, thought 500. Weird things happen in this league, man. I'm not sold on the Packers, but for you to say there's no chance that 11 there's wins. There's optimism, then there's drunk. <laughs> 11 wins is drunk. That's not going to happen. Nine, you'd, if I told a Packer fan today, nine, I bet you half the fan base, the cheese hat guys would sign up for nine wins. Well, wait a sec. Hold on. Nine wins? Then you're like right in that, what, 15 to 20 they range for drafting, and eight. you don't know if you're keeping Jordan Love. They won eight, eight with Aaron Rodgers. They're not winning 11 with Jordan Love. And they Love. got off Rodgers. So what do you do if you win nine games with Jordan Love? I think you want to be good or you want to be bad. Well, so you, you know what you've got. No, you want to be good. You don't want to be bad. Yeah, you want to win 10-11. You don't want to win nine. It's if you win nine because games you want and Jordan Love's like, are you keeping him? Because you got to remember his deal. If he wins nine, he's your quarterback. And so Okay, so then you got to pony up. If he wins five, and, I'm drafting one. You know, it's just that I got Christian Watson. I've got two young potential star tight ends, good offensive line, offensive coach, two very good backs, better than average defense. He can't win five games. I would agree. But if he wins nine, you would have to then pay him. Because remember, he's uh, three. This is year four. So it's like look at that schedule. Pot time for 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 Packers in love. You look at that schedule. If he wins nine games, if he wins nine, that means he's beating some really good teams on the road. I'm gonna probably have to pay him. By the way, they didn't pay Aaron Rodgers. He sat for three years. So I, my, my takeaway is if he wins nine, that schedule's not easy. Even that at Chicago game is an opener. Yeah. If he wins that game, that's a, that is a huge moment for Jordan Love. I, I feel like I'm going to stay away from the Packers betting early. What, what just is the line I, on that game? That's a, I, I'll look it up, but I think the Bears are small. Three and a, two and a half point no, favorites? I think it's like one. The, the Packers lines, you could tell Vegas doesn't know either. A lot of them are one, one and a half, they pick them. Like, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know. We don't know what the Packers are going to be. I think we think we have an idea, but I, yeah. I, this is going to be a team. Like I thought we were done with the Packers. Rodgers is gone. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a... 
Maybe they'll surprise us here at Fox this right. season. We could use it. <laughs> we could use it. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Well, I had said this over the last two weeks. The NFL media was naive and hyperbolic in saying that the running back market, it was outrageous. This is unbelievable. They're not paying the running backs. Oh, boy. Uh, reports today, Jonathan Taylor of the Colts is generating all sorts of interest around the league, according to Ian Rappaport, meaning teams would have to pay him big money. Eventually, they know it and they want him. Another story today, the Raiders are back talking to Josh Jacobs, star young running back like Taylor Young, healthy, productive. There is always a market. Cable TV is slowly eroding. The top people on it still get paid. It doesn't matter what the industry is. Newspapers, cable TV, or running backs. The best get paid if they're healthy, independent, and productive. First of all, if I'm the Colts, I do believe that rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson is going to gobble up a lot of Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards. And I think we're pretty weak in the secondary, not great at tight end or wide receiver. The media's overreaction, I think you could make a deal with New England tomorrow. New England's moving off their tight ends. Gasecki's a one-year deal. Hunter Henry's up. They're not paying huge money to Devontae Parker or Juju Smith. I could see New England going and getting him if they want to take the ball out of Mac Jones's hands and win with running and defense and sending their top running back to the Colts, Stevenson. Because what New England has a boatload of is corners and safeties what the Colts need another corner or safety so I could see New England saying we don't have any real elite playmakers let's go get one it does look like they want to run the football when with defense coaching special teams and a controlled offense you would not sign Juju Smith-Schuster and Devontae Parker for three-year deals neither one is a massive playmaker but they can block uh, they can be like number twos and threes. So the team doesn't have in New England a playmaker. Jonathan Taylor is a playmaker. The Colts have a playmaker. It's called Anthony Richardson. Shane Steichen's been great with young quarterbacks. Herbert, Hurts, both can move. So I could see them making a move on this. Makes a ton of sense. The NFL running back market is tighter. It's smaller. It's less lucrative. But great gets paid in every single industry if you're excellent. Josh Jacobs, excellent. Jonathan Taylor, excellent. Saquon Barkley, as I said, don't hold out. Go be great. Put up another great season. Somebody's going to give you two or three years of guaranteed money. So Jonathan Taylor is on the market. You could go either way. Many believe J-Max says sign him. You got money. You could do that. They're not spending a lot of money on offense. But I think they needed another corner. They could use another safety. They could use another receiver. They could use, They have a young tight end they like. They could use another tight end. Uh, I, I think they're going to get plenty of rush yards out of their quarterback, somewhere probably between 800 and 1,200 yards. They may not need to double down on the run production. They could go get the Patriots top back. He's a B back. Taylor's an A. But again, do they need an A-plus running back? Not sure they do. All right. By the way, I thought it was really interesting last week. Um, it was a really smart comment by Travis ATM, the running back for Jacksonville, was asked about the running back market, and I thought this was perfect. I feel like the market is what the market is. If I don't produce or be productive, 
I'm not going to even be in that conversation or they're going to be looking to pay me. Because you definitely see some backs getting paid, like Christian McCaffrey, uh, for instance. He's, he catches the ball at the backfield. So I feel like for running backs moving forward, you have to versify your game. You have to just be more than just a downhill bruiser in order to be able to build that level, in order to talk that leverage whenever you go into there with the conversations. Yeah, ATN, by the way, is a pretty good receiving running back. So I think that's the point. Years ago, if you were a downhill running back, you get paid. Now you got to be able to catch. You, you can't be a reluctant blocker. You've got to be able to make people miss. Uh, you you got to be able to do more. It's like any other business. AI is going to shrink some businesses. You're going to have to go to your boss, all of us, and show them we can do more, diversify our abilities. So I thought Travis ATN nailed it. Run, catch, block, got to do more, but the market's always there, even in eroding businesses, shrinking businesses for great people. And Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs and Travis ATM, really good players. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental health podcast. And each week, we try to help turn our mental health issues into mental wealth. And we dive in with everyone from the world of sports and entertainment, like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who could help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. So each week, listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer, a mental health podcast on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. 
It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Tomorrow, it's a special night of baseball on Fox as Alex Bregman and the Astros battle Giancarlo Stanton and the Yankees. Or the Pirates take on Christian Yelich and the Brewers. Catch the action tomorrow at 7 Eastern on Fox. So I would never want to be an agent because I wouldn't want to deal with high-maintenance TV people. (laughs) But if I was an agent, it would be fun to be like a pro football player agent, right? You're helping shape uh, kind of the construct of somebody's career. Uh, I'd like to be Baker Mayfield's agent, and I'm going to tell him at 28 years old, retire, save your brand, and go to college football and be an analyst. You'll be able to make seven figures. Uh, I think he would be great. I've said this before. He is built for television. Outspoken, brash, uh, smart enough guy, and big name. And so big name guys, I just saw a story this morning where Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask it's a it's a battle to see who'll start at quarterback. It's time to retire. You lead the NFL in interceptions since you entered it. You lead the NFL in interceptions. Forget the fact you were two and eight last year. You're not a franchise quarterback. You've never grown out of the chutzpah and the tough guy thing. Here he is last week talking about the quarterback battle. I don't need anybody on the outside to tell me what I can and can't do. I know what I'm capable of. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I got hurt in Cleveland. That's why my my run ended there. Um, and then last year it was, uh, you know, it was what it was in, in Carolina. Uh, but everything happens for a reason. So I'm here now and uh, I'm ready to go. He's a TV personality. He's not a franchise guy. And like Tim Tebow or Cam Newton, he's just too relevant to be a backup. He's too relevant. Also remember... Tampa privately wants to lose games. They're not looking to be run by Baker or Kyle Trask. They want to be run by Drake May or Caleb Williams. This is an, this is an organization. Go look at their schedule right now. Go look at their schedule. It's rough early. At Minnesota, L. Chicago at home, northern team in that heat is a go-either-way game. But Philadelphia, New Orleans, Detroit, those are losses. You are 1-4 at best. They're going to start selling pieces at the trade deadline. They got pieces. They're going to start selling them. By the way, Buffalo at San Francisco. Not a lot of W's early. And so they could, I I think with Baker, they could win six games. But if you start moving people in pieces before the trade deadline after a one and four start, it's a three to a four win team. That puts you in that upper tier of really bad NFL teams. Two and eight last year, too big of a star to be a backup quarterback, leads the NFL since he entered the league in interceptions. He's smart enough. He's outspoken. The chip's not going away. He's one of the great college football quarterbacks in the last 20 years of the sport. His word would carry power and gravitas. He would say things that others are afraid to. College football announcers generally aren't outspoken and harsh. Probably time for one. 
Uh, but I think he's too relevant to be a backup. That chip is never going to leave. Nobody views him as a franchise guy. The L.A. thing was fun. Cleveland for an hour was pretty interesting. Carolina was a mess. This is a roster that is privately probably hoping they start slowly and move pieces and get into the Caleb Williams or Michael Penix or Drake May sweepstakes or Quinn Ewers sweepstakes. They're looking to upgrade at quarterback. Baker and Kyle are not the future. Not in the best quarterback draft class potentially in like 10 years. So there's where I stand. See, I, I would be a very good agent. Very good. Okay, I'm going to throw something at you. What team last year had holes, but this is where they were great? Offensive head coach, star quarterback, one great weapon, a dominating defensive lineman, and a very good young linebacker. And good enough at tackle, left and right tackle. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. Innovative offensive coach, star quarterback, really one great weapon, good enough at tackle, star defensive lineman, and a very, very good linebacker, Bolton. You know who I'm explaining that this year? The Rams. Star offensive coach with a Super Bowl, star quarterback who threw for 6,000 yards a year and a half ago, star defensive lineman, one-star weapon, Cooper Cup, and a very good, Ernest Jones, very good young linebacker. How are they a five-win team? This idea that you've got to be good. No, you don't. They're young in the secondary. So are the Chiefs. They've only got one notable linebacker. So do the Rams. Edge rushers, young, unproven. That's what the Chiefs were last year. I, I, now, now. One has a great center, Creed Humphrey. One has a competent center, better than average, Brian Allen. But I'm just throwing it at you. If you look at what's in, there are three things the Rams have that generally mean you're going to win games. It means you're well run. Three crucial things. Number one, great coach, great quarterback. Check. They spend their money on the right pieces. They spend their money, quarterback, Cooper Cup, defensive tackle, offensive tackles. Also, they're still elite at head coach, defensive tackle, quarterback, and one weapon. I don't know how people view them as a five-win team. Well, their defense has arguably the best defensive lineman, a very good, very good linebacker in Ernest Jones. They are young all over the backfield. So are the Chiefs. If in this league, if you're great at coach offensive, great at quarterback, great D lineman, great weapon, you don't need multiple weapons. You don't need multiple weapons. Sky Moore was a rookie. Is he great? Juju Smith-Schuster, is he great? Van Jefferson, is he great? I don't understand the five-win stuff for the Rams. In, in a division, they should beat Arizona twice in the weaker NFC. I'm not being a homer here. I do not understand this five-win Ram talk. McVay, Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald. Am I, am I crazy on this? I, I talked about this Cooper Cup yesterday, MRI hamstring, he'll be back. That would be scary. He goes out, forget it then. That's like taking Travis Kelsey out of the Chiefs, not the same team. Okay. But I don't, right. you don't have to be good everywhere. You can be average at safety, linebacker. You don't have to have a star cornerback. They got rid of a corner, sent him to San Francisco. Clearly, Brett Veach, one of the sharpest GMs, said, 
you got to spend money on a quarterback, a coach, a weapon, a defensive tackle, and try to be rangy and athletic on the back end. They're young. They're athletic on the back end. First 11 games. Do you want to guess how many times they're favored? Well, maybe that's just a Vegas problem. Okay. Yeah. They're favored against the Colts and against the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. And then they're, they're nine. They're underdogs in nine of their first 11. So this is the scenario. Think about this. Caleb Williams in your backyard at USC. Okay. Rams start the season, you know, just, you know. You're telling me they six, can't. Hold on. Six new starters on defense. Six. How many did the Chiefs They lost have? their top cornerback. Listen, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. I love Stafford. Stafford ain't Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Let's say they lose that game to Seattle. Okay. Seattle is a six-point home favorite, okay? So then they play San Francisco, and we know San Francisco owns them. They dominate. I think they have one win against them in, like, Mm -hmm. the last eight. So now you're 0-2, heading to Joe Burrow. Hold on, hold on. So now you're like, oh, geez. We're over a touchdown dog to the Bengals. You're starting 0-3, and then when do you start thinking, you know what? (laughs) We finally have our first-round pick back. We got Caleb Williams. If this continues, let's shut it down halfway through. Okay. And let's move off Stafford. Okay. And let's go for Caleb. You're telling me they can't go to Seattle. They have a better defensive lineman than Seattle. They have a more productive star receiver. They have a better quarterback and an offensive coach. And like Seattle, a good rangy linebacker. There's a chance they win that game. Okay. And then game four is the Colts. You're two and two. Get that dub. You get both the Eagles, Arizona, the Steelers, all three at home. The Eagles? Well, again, Shane Steichen pull back. I see a lot of W's here. By the way, that at Green Bay game, not really so tough. We've talked about the offensive line of the Rams as a weakness. San Francisco's defensive line is filthy. The Bengals' defensive line is unbelievable. The Eagles have one of the best defensive lines in D- the league. Does this TJ sound- Watt, Micah Parsons, Stafford could be dead by no D- Thanksgiving. It- Let me give you wins that are reasonable with Stafford and McVay. Okay. <laughs> Seattle, the Colts, Arizona twice, home uh, Green Bay. Home against Cleveland, oh, there, home go, against on, Washington, on. home against the Saints at the Giants. That's seven wins right there. Okay. What are you doing with seven wins, Colin? Where are you going with that? What, what like, do, you hanging on to Stafford? Are you going to tell me they can't win a single game like at Dallas or a single game like at Baltimore? Baltimore by week 14, it's Baltimore. They could be falling apart physically. They Lamar are Jackson here. may not be there. That's true. And someone could counter. Well, I know. Matt Stafford could be there. I don't. Go look at what the Chiefs are great at. Clever offensive legend coach, great quarterback, yeah. one great weapon, great defensive lineman, really active linebacker, young in the secondary, young and unproven outside of, you know, wide receiver, still some question marks. I mean, it's just like it's, by the way, Rams are, Havenstein's a great right tackle, top right tackle. They're good enough at left tackle. Right. The, the, they were good enough. They have a competent center. Now, the Chiefs have a great center, but we're competent at tackle. They so weren't offensively, great. The, the, the Rams it could be in the Chiefs' galaxy. Is that what we're saying? No, I'm saying the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. The Rams have the same. What are the, the offensive line viewed as a weakness? Both have one great offensive lineman. Chiefs center, Rams right tackle. Both have a very good guard. A rookie for the Rams was the best interior lineman in the draft, Tooney. Both are good enough at left tackle. Listen, I mean, I, one dominant weapon, star quarterback coach, great defensive lineman, and an active linebacker. My, Kids my, everywhere. My problem is I like Stafford a lot. He just, got another, he just got another place like kind of near me. My yeah, buddy's all saw him. It's not really He's near you. He's the nicest guy. He, it's cl- it's, cl- it's like not, four blocks away. No. Um, anyways, I like them. I root for them. I like one of their games. Whose house? Rams house. Like, I like them. I just Five I, wins. I don't see it. All the things you have to have in this league to be a playoff team, they've got all of them. 
You cross your fingers on health. Stafford, Cup, and Aaron have been around. We talk around. about this, though. Do you want to be in the middle, or do you want to be really bad or really good? I want to win games. I don't care where I'm at. i got to win games. They're going to win games. Hour two, coming up next. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.